so I want to welcome you to Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein, where we are talking about preparing to stand before Jesus that day. Either you're going to leave here before he gets here or he's going to get here, but either way, you're going to stand before him and be accountable for your life here. Let's acknowledge in Jesus. We acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you for your presence here today. We thank you that you are here, that you're teaching us the truth. And, and thank you that we get it and we can receive it. We love you so much. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And so this is a warning. He is saying, you might be calling him Jesus. You might even be praying to him. But that doesn't give you entrance into the kingdom of heaven. He said, many are going to argue with him that day. They're going to say, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We drove out demons in your name. We did many mighty works in your name. And he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And today we're going to focus on verse 22. But Lord, but Lord, I, I had this, um, this vision, I guess, or I imagined it when Jesus corrected me one day. And I have this actually in my book, which is free, The Man in the Red Tattered Shirt. Um, it, it's still on the homepage as a Christmas gift. And anyway, um, I saw myself in the line with the sheep and the goats. And the sheep, of course, are the ones who did the will of the Father. And the goats are those who did not. They, they weren't paying attention. They were doing, they scattered as we were talking about yesterday, just to do what they wanted to do, not paying attention to Jesus. Um, but still calling him Lord, right? Thinking we're right with him, but really we have no interests in his. So anyway, I, I was corrected, and um, I asked to be corrected, because I, I don't want to stand before him that day and hear him say this to me. And so anyway, I was in this line, and there were people lined up forever and to be judged and I heard many going but Lord uh, and I did this and I did that but you have have to understand and I could just hear excuse after excuse and screaming and crying give me another chance you know and on and on and on and it was scary and it was it was as though you knew ahead of time what Jesus was going to say to you. Because with him, we don't even have to talk. You know, when, when we sit in his presence, you can hear him thinking. I went to heaven, I was sitting with him, and I could hear him thinking. And so I already knew at that moment, if I didn't change that correction that he gave me, if I didn't change what my judgment was going to be. And, and it was scary to hear them people screaming and crying, knowing, knowing what Jesus was thinking, what he was saying to them. Away from me, I never knew you. You practice lawlessness. Away from me. This is a warning. The, the, the parables... The teachings, their warnings to tell us what's going to happen that day. And so this is our time to get it right. Everyone 
who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And so when you're living your life founded on the word of God, when the storm comes, when Jesus comes, it's going to be a storm. When the storm comes to beat against your house, it's not going to fall. Everyone who hears the words of mine does not do them as like a stupid, foolish man who has house was built upon the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and that house it fell and great and complete was the fall of it and so now is our time to build our house upon the word of God to be doing his will can you imagine standing that line trying to figure out what you're going to say to Jesus pleading with him lord please please you have to understand i'm a good person i need another chance i know you said that but i thought it would be okay because my sunday school teacher said that my pastor said this and can you just imagine standing there trying to think of something and jesus can't do anything at that point it'll be too late it'll be too late he said Now is the time to make those changes. I'm warning you, I'm coming. And now is the time. When you hear these words of mine, when you submit to them, that means you love me. If you love me, you'll obey me. And when you obey him, you're going to have the understanding of knowing that you can't wait till that day to try to make it right with Jesus. It has to be now. It has to be now. It's a warning. You can't argue with him that day. It won't work. He's going to have to say, because you rejected him, he's going to have to reject you, and he's going to have to say, I didn't know you. And that's what you're saying to him now. When you, when you reject him, you're saying, I didn't know you. Seriously, and, and standing in that line, it was so, so scary. And then what, it, what happened next? The sheep were separated from the goats. And they were thrown out, the goats were thrown out into the outer darkness where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. If you're not familiar with that, you can read that in Matthew 25. Where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because... You wouldn't do the will of the Father. And anything other than his will, other than his commands, is evil. And you can't even see that unless you're willing to humble yourself before him and take on his opinion, not live by your own. So he's saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest He's going to give you eternal life, goodness, kindness, all, all, all the fruits of the Spirit will abide in you. He's in love with you, and he's warning us ahead of time. He's saying, come to me now. Then it'll be too late. 
And if you if you were le- to leave here tomorrow, and you were a goat, you decided to do what you wanted to, put off the will of God. The will of God is His commands, His word. the 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 will of God is what He is commanding us to do. If we want to live with Him, if you want to live with Him, then when you hear those words, you're going to do them. It makes you a wise man. In the midst of the storm, your house is always going to be standing. You're always going to have his protection. When he comes, you're going to be scooped up. His angels are going to come and get you. So you don't experience God's wrath. He's starting over again. Just like in the day of Noah. He's starting over. There is too much evil. There's too much evil. You know that. Look around. And just because you're a good person, because you're not doing the evil, doesn't make you right with Jesus until you do what he would do, say what he would do. If you're not for him, you're against him. His will is good. It's perfect. It's love like you can't understand unless you have that relationship with him, unless he teaches you. So take the time to see yourself in the line coming before Jesus. What is he going to say to you? You know, you know that still small conviction that's in your heart that you ignore? It's going to be public that day. It's going to be laid open. Pay attention to that still small voice. Pay attention. I just feel him reminding me um, that that voice that he, the voice, his still small voice, sometimes it's so tiny that you don't even recognize it. And um, I was walking down the road behind my house with my dog, one of my dogs, and usually I like to go in the field, and I heard, I had a knowing I wasn't supposed to go, but I went anyway, and we were attacked by a German shepherd. I could have avoided that by paying attention to that voice, and that's what Jesus wants to say, pay attention to what you're hearing. He said that in Mark 4. Pay attention to what you're hearing. Pay attention to that conviction in your heart. God said everyone knows. Everyone has a consciousness of him and what's right and wrong. Romans Romans 20. Check it out. When you know something's wrong, turn away from it. Don't try to get permission to do it. Then he can't protect you. If you pay attention and do what he's telling you to do, you're doing his will, and he's not going to say away from me, I never knew you. Because you're listening to those promptings, and when you listen to those promptings, that's really how you get to know him. I missed it that day, and I paid for it. It's not that 
he didn't want me want to protect me. He was. But there's nothing he can do when you don't listen. When he tells you to do something, you don't do it. There's no protection. And so on that day, there's no protection for you. Because you didn't do his will. You didn't do what he said. That still, small voice is him. The one who's constantly jabbering at you is the enemy. Telling you how bad you are, you know, the doom and the gloom, and oh, you don't have to do what God said, and you know, he's constantly trying to get you to sin because he knows then you will spend eternity with him. He'll be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And hell was not meant for you. It was meant for the devil and his angels. You weren't meant to follow after evil. But if you're not paying attention, you will. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. You have to get knowledge. You have to seek. You have to look. You have to find. You have to pay attention. If you love me, you'll obey me. How are you going to obey him if he's not important enough to seek after? If you don't know. Revelation 3.19, he said he corrects those that he loves. But you have to be paying attention. You got to hear that voice. You got to hear that still, small voice and pay attention to it and do what it tells you to do. And you'll be walking down that path that leads to eternal life. He's going to recreate you. You're going to look like him. And there's a lot of opposition. Rejection, persecution, loneliness. When I was in heaven and I sat at the banquet table, it was an eighth full, I would say. There weren't many people there. And I was called there. The people that were there with me were called on assignment to encourage us to keep going. The path is narrow and there's few people on it. Most people are on the, the wide path, going the wrong way, doing what they feel like doing doing what everybody else is doing, doing what feels good. And that leads to eternal damnation. Not everyone who calls me Lord. Many people are following after the evil one who comes dressed as an angel of light. Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed my voice, then I will come and live on the inside of you. If you're not heeding your voice, his voice, you're hearing the voice of the enemy. And he's good at imitating God. He is. He gets all dressed up to try to get you to believe he's God. If you're not closely following Jesus, you're going to be fooled. He said, my sheep know my voice. That takes practice. That takes time. It takes giving your attention to him. The enemy, John 10, 10, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Eternal life, he's came. He's come so you can have eternal life. The enemy is trying to steal it from you. 
And so you got to be on guard. You got to pay attention. You got to build your house on the rock. If you don't, you're not going to make it. Revelation 3.19, he corrects those he loves. Ask him to correct you. I ask him to correct me every day. Please correct me. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to hear you say to me that day away from me. I never knew you. I don't want to think that I'm in my own opinion, in my own pride, that I'm doing the right thing. I can't even understand the scripture unless you point it out to me. You know, it's one thing to read it, but it's another thing to apply it to your life. Like when I saw myself in that line. I was in the wrong line. Because of what I did the day before. He was warning me. Please warn me. Ask him. Warn me. Teach me. Correct me. I want to know the truth now, not when it's too late. Not when there's nothing you can do. And then in verse 20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, then he'd come and live on the inside of you. If you don't heed his voice, then he's not there. He's not living in there. There's an if there. If you heed my voice, you can ask him to come live on the inside of you and then not heed his voice. He's not there. He's not going to abide with you. If you're not heeding his voice. And of course, we can mistakenly get off track, but then you got to get back on. Ask them to constantly, constantly ask them to correct you. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're telling us things to come. We thank you for your warning over and over again, just like in the day of Noah. They had a hundred years to get it right. I don't know how far we are, but thank you. For the time that you've given us, we love you, we praise you, we give you all the praise. Don't give up on us, keep teaching us, keep correcting us. Thank you for waiting on us. We love you and praise you and give you all Thank you, Jesus. He's so amazing. If you never asked him before to come and live on the inside of you, and you did now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Congratulations. Now get up every day and seek him. Look at the word of God. He is his word. Him talking to you. Get up. Look at it. Worship him. And if, if you heed his voice, he's going to manifest himself to you. He's going to show you himself. He's going to talk to you. And it's exciting, the King of kings and the Lord of lords telling you things to come, reminding you of his word, saying, don't go down that path. Danger. Listen. Listen to him. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.